On today's episode of the Command Center Podcast, we are talking Adam Peters, man. We are so excited to have him in the building, give a little bit of background on him. We also do the match game. We're matching head coaching vacancies with potential head coaching candidates. That was a lot of fun. Where does Ben Johnson end up? Tune in to find out. And we're talking NFL playoff breakdown. And guys, Dallas lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson here with Fred Smoot yes. and Santana Moss. And Santana Moss always, man, always with the great fit. That's you have you have a very good fit. You have a very good style, but Tana's just like... Well, Tana's more edgy than I am when it comes to <laughs> I'm more conservative. Like, he, 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 he like color because he's from Miami, so he like bright color. It's a nice like, sweater. Because, I mean, you know, I love Marvin stuff, so it reminds me of Into the Spider-Verse. I don't know. Dude, if you, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I think so, this came out around that time. Yeah. Yeah, I think Most it's a part of it. But, like, see, could you imagine if I came in with that on? Like I just be getting. First crushed. of all, we we still getting used to seeing you with Jays on. So we we, we like we. <laughs> Thank just, you, by the way. That's yeah, very kind of we, you. We just proud to see you like stylish for. And them. for all those fans out there that think I'm giving Fred a hard time, just know this. Amen. I love Fred. <laughs> I love Tana. Fred gives it. Trust me, as good as he gets. You know what I'm saying? Nah. So whatever you see on the show, he's just giving it to everybody. He even give it to Fred the way he give it to others. Put but it like it's that. it's all. But, but I will say, in Fred's defense, it's all in good fun. Yeah, it's all in good. And fun. we all we all know it's a good fun. But we want you guys to know, fans, y'all had the right point of view. <laughs> Logan is a, <laughs> and he gives it to me. Yeah, out that's, of that. that's a good point. That's a good point. That's fair enough. Um, all right, we got that bet three six five read floating around here somewhere, Jason. Yeah, why not? Pay the bills, my friend. Yeah, we gotta pay this bill, I guess, huh? Yeah, you gotta pay this. So uh, while Jason's getting that set up, dude, I'm liking this sweater. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's not a sweater; it's a long sleeve shirt. No, it's a sweater. Oh, okay, well. it's, it's what you call a mid sweater that's you know it ain't thick, but it, it, it shows off the muscles. Yeah, so dog, I'm always impressed with him. Yeah. Like he looks low key jacked right now. Yeah, but like in that basketball game, like yeah. I thought you'd be able to like. You know what I'm saying? It's I know like, exactly what you're saying. It's a faux fitness. I was the first person that said that. You know, when we played, it didn't look nothing like that. you call it faux fitness? No. Hey. It's a faux fitness. Hey, but I think I shocked you. I was stronger than you thought I was. You were stronger than I thought. Your, I mean, I, your arms were crazy long. You just, <laughs> it was literally like we ran two possessions, and it was like, I need to take a break. <laughs> it was done. But hey, we're going to do it again. You're going to get in shape. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. All right. Just a reminder, we are brought to you by Bet365. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe every sport should be epic. Right now, customers can choose between two offers when they open an account at Bet365. Use the QR code to sign up. Deposit 10 and choose between either. First bet safety net offer by placing a bet up to 1,000. If your qualifying bet loses, you receive a match refund in bonus bets or bet and get offer and place a bet of five or more and get 150 in bonus bets. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary bet 365, official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Mm. <laughs> Must be 21 plus. Physically located in Virginia, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know have a gambling problem and won't help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gambler. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have some very exciting news to discuss. I love, got to love exciting news. Exciting news, us. right, guys? Yep. What yep. we got? We got Adam Peters signing on to be the GM of the Washington Commanders. Okay. Which I think is pretty fantastic yep. for a bunch of reasons, but mm-hmm. let's open the floor up and we'll all get to our perspectives. Tana, let's start with Tana because we always start with Fred. Yep. What is the most exciting thing to you about this hire? To me, I just think um, – his upbringing when it comes to in this game, 21-plus years of football, yeah. professional football, uh, being in winning winning organizations, uh, you know, around those players, that environment, 
Um, so I guess the culture, you can say, and bringing that here. I mean, you know, we talk so much about going and getting these players that played in Super Bowls, but we never, you know, talk about how important it is to get the guys that was – That got you know, the players. That, that got the players, mm-hmm. that that built that the Super Bowl team. And mm-hmm. we can say we have a guy that saw it happen in different places. Yep. In New England, in Denver, Denver and then he also went to one with San Fran, right? And San they're Fran close. Went a couple of years ago, right? They, they went and lost, uh, what, three, four years ago, yeah. right? So – and. Probably potentially going back this year. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But just really you can see how they team. you can see how they they're they're built for success year in and year out. So it's just great to have a guy that's been around it and know what it takes. And now he's here with us. So yeah. and we know how in dire need we are in when it comes to just having that foundation. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. I am happy because we are no longer playing. Paying the losers tax yeah. for so long. No, that's a great for the point. last twenty years, we've been paying the loser tax to get like top of anything, mm-hmm. and th- we got the cream of the crop. Everybody was after this guy, yeah. not just us. Everybody was a- a- after this guy, and we stood in from the door, pointed out who we want, negotiated with who we want, and what made me feel real good, he wanted to be here. Yeah. See, that's when you ain't paying loser tax no more. Usually, you have to give him this. Plus something else. We, he wants to be here. He wants to build his team. And he intimately lowers his roster because, don't forget, he just traded for Chase Young at the end of the year. Like, he's looked at this roster. Mm-hmm. He's seen what's already here. And I'm, I'm sure in his head, he like, all I need to do is get this, this, and this. And we can get this thing off and running. And I know as he looks at those draft picks, he just – Slobbling at the mouth, and I know as he look at this, this sixty to ninety million dollars, yeah. I can reshape this in my image. Yeah. See, if you was giving me this job with ten million dollars of cap space and, and, and the twenty second pick, I can't really put my identity on this team for three yeah. years. I need draft pick after draft pick after draft pick, free agent. He can change it this. Year yeah. to look and feel how he wants it to feel. They got me excited. Yeah, you know, I was talking to a bunch of people around the league kind of after he got hired, and a couple things about him. One, a lot of people feel like he's the most – he's one of one of the best talent evaluators in the NFL. Yep. And I think that's important. You've always talked about when you're going shopping for groceries, who's buying the groceries. Yeah. This guy has an eye for it, which I think is fantastic. But the one thing that came up consistently in relation to that talent evaluation was they just – everyone kept saying he knows how to – work so well with the scheme yeah. and what the coach is trying to trying to impart here. And that's what this 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 very important. No. If you don't get along, that's you get it wrong. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, and I, the other thing I think that sticks out to me is like looking at his background, Tanny, you alluded to this a little bit already, but you know, he spent eight, eight you know, he spent uh, what is it, eight seasons with the Broncos, yep. regional scout, national scout, assistant director of college scouting, director of college scouting, kind of moved up that ladder when he's in New England, right? Yep. Handled pro scouting like basically an intern in two thousand five and then area scout, which is a big deal, right? Yeah. You're out on the boots on the ground, you are. Meeting, doing the gritty scout. Yes. And I think the thing I like about this is it's every two years he's seeing a progression, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously very, very talented guy yeah. in that space. And then obviously like I played under him or like on, on a team that he had helped build in 2017, his first year with the 49ers. And one thing that sticks out to me is just a really personable human being, yeah. you know, very kind dude. Which most of those guys – Aren't, aren't. No. They, they're more robotic and yeah. stay in your lane, son, yeah. and I stay in mine. I like that he's inclusive like that. Yeah, I mean, and then some of those guys, you got to think, because uh, I've been on teams where, well, we had we had our guy uh, here, 
Oh, my first couple of years when you left, yeah, uh, Vinny, Vinny Serrato, Vinny yeah. was personal. I Vinny, love Vinny. Yeah. Vinny would call you and yeah. say, "Let's go have a let's you know, go have a bottle of wine." Come but on. Then you get other guys that come in here and you don't see them. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's almost like walking by them was like, yeah, you, you know, egg shells or you know, egg cartons. So <laughs> you want to kind of not have to cross their path. So it's great to have a guy. That's going to be personable because you need that guy to be saying, okay, this is what I want. This is what I expect when we bring you in here. Yeah. Yeah. And then you want to see that, you know, through those white lines. And I think that's going to be the start of us trying to build that kind of, you know, foundation for this team. Yeah, and I think that's a great point. I think also, like, the relationship he has with agents, the respect he shows players. Like, again, he makes hard decisions. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's not like he's a pushover. He makes yeah. hard decisions. Mm -hmm. But he treats players, he treats agents, he treats everybody with respect. And I think it makes for a better working relationship in that kind of – Dark curtain, you know, the behind-the-veil yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. of the NFL, the business side of the NFL. All right, let's talk this. I think this is a really good question. Jason, the producer, put this on the sheet. What are the three things that he needs to do right away mm. to kind of set the foundation here? Right away. Yes. and I've, He has to hit on these draft picks. He, I, dude, I, let, me, like, let me just slow you down. Like, is it, is it even that or is it the coach? I was going to say, to me, it's the – Sorry to interrupt To me, you, and, and, and I know because Fred is, you know, he's uh, he got an encyclopedia up there. He's going to have a lot of stuff to say, so let me have him get mine out. <laughs> um, me personally, I believe it's finding that coach. Yeah. And then, like I said before I alluded to earlier, it's – I want to see the other guys. That he's the puppet master, so he, it's yep. other folks he put that, in he, the screens. that he's going to work with. That's mm -hmm. going to be doing some of the work that he was doing when he was the assistant and when he he was the scout. So it's just other people that's going to make up that team that's going to get these players. Yep. so we can get the right kind of people in. So t to me, those are the first two things that yep. he's probably going to do. Well, I, I was saying the draft because I feel like the pool of coaches we picking from is so finite, so, so small. Right. Yeah, but it's still a, a lot of room for error there. I just think when you're scouting 3,000 players yeah. to get the right one, especially in your first draft, like mm -hmm. I said, he has the ability to change this team and, and make it into his identity in mm -hmm. one season. Yeah. That's unheard of with most rosters. Sure. So I think the roster turnover, and that's through free agency, ah, through the draft. I think that's how people going to judge him because – the coaches coach and the GM picks. Yeah. So I think they're going to get the coach all his props for getting them on the field to win. But if he picks the right players, yeah. they're going to get him the props for bringing in the right groceries. Yeah, yeah so I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Scott Pioli did the Craig Hoffman show this week yeah. uh, on the radio station. He said that, you know, one thing that he hopes that, Scott, that um, Adam learned when he was in New England mm -hmm. is that it's a coach-led team. And so what I mean by that is that, like, the coach is the guy, like the Tannis Point, who's – you know, A, they are hiring the coaches under them, the assistant coaches, the offensive coordinator, mm -hmm. all that kind of thing. They're establishing the team identity, mm -hmm. and it's your job to have a good enough working relationship with that individual to build to build what they want and to build what you want together. And, I, and again, it's easy to do this because he was just in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. But look at San Fran. Look at that roster. It is a tough, competitive roster that values very specific things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like Debo Samuels, the second-round pick, right? Mm -hmm. You get George Kittle in the fifth round, yeah, right? Yeah. You've done a good job in free agency bringing in Christian McCaffrey, yeah. right? Yeah. That At the time, I thought that was the craziest thing. Yeah. But the coach had a vision. And understood. How to use that player, right? No, and just like it. they know how to use George Kittle, Kittle right? Yeah, yeah. All those things are so important. So to me, I think I probably would lean toward Tana here, yeah. is get the coach, establish that mm. that dual vision. That, that relationship. That, that unified vision of yeah. what, where this thing is going, right? And then I think it, then the draft becomes easier then the free agency becomes easier see i think it's the other way because yeah. i think 
great players make average coaches look great. That's a great point. So man. the one thing about it, everybody like to bring up Debo. What about the Fred Warners that this guy has found who yeah. came into the league as an outside linebacker? So, they made a middle linebacker. Greenlaw, like Tufunga, the, 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 the safety. safety yeah. like, this guy, Ward, this guy does it over and over. So it makes it – I like a GM that say, you know what? Here go the players. Yeah. I'm gonna make it hard for you not to be successful. Yeah. Like it's, it's going you gonna have to go out your way not to be but successful. That's cool, but I think with most guys, especially a guy who's who's getting to do this from the start, he will want if it's possible. If the guy that he's looking for is available, is not in, still in the playoffs, I would think he will want that coach to be here though, yeah. so he can have a chance to say, you know, let's us converse on. What players that we think let's come up fit, with a plan fit this scheme? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fit what you're trying to do? Because I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of coaches come into organizations and inherit what's here. Yeah, you know that's not necessarily meaning that they can go out there and just be be themselves mm-hmm. or coach these guys to be what they want them to be. So it, it'd be great if I'm a new GM and I get that. Cause we get a new head coach, yeah. I bring this guy in, and we can hit it off running with our guys. Yeah, not yeah. just my guys, our guys. Yeah, and I think that's big. And, yeah. and I like the fact that he don't have to do a lot of cutting on this roster. It's just because, yeah. come on, we probably got 30 guys, 25 yeah, guys about, on this roster because 20, of free agency. 20-something, 20 yeah. 27. Yeah, like but I also think, just to kind of keep this conversation going for a second longer, the idea of this culture and, like, what is our unifying message, right? Yeah. yeah. And, like, where is the roster at and what can we tolerate? Mm-hmm. Those are all things that need to be decided with that coach. And so, like, you mentioned the players. Like, if I'm drafting Fred Warner – He's converting from star, which in in the in college is like that kind of overhang Tweener. safety yeah. linebacker rover. type spot yeah. rover. That's a good way to describe it. Do I have the coach on staff? Is my linebacker coach? Does he like him? Yeah. Is he equipped enough from a coaching standpoint to make sure that he can play that middle linebacker spot? Transition because if if I don't have the coach, yeah, I can't make that pick. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If if the coach doesn't have a vision for him mm-hmm. and I don't see the talent, like I'm not going to draft that guy. You can't right? do the, de- so, the Diablo pick. You can't do that. Yeah, and I know, like you know, I've talked to Kyle. You know, Tana's talked to Kyle quite a bit. I know he has a very specific vision for what he wants from the receiver position, and I don't think it's an accident that the receivers in San Fran very closely resemble that vision. They are tough. Mm-hmm. They're physical. They have great change of direction and route running nuance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But that is a, that is a, that's me working with the, the, the GM, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to say, I like this and this player. Yeah. Find me these they guys. They are good after the catch. Yes. They are very good after the catch. And so I think that's kind of where, like, again, I probably lean that coach. Because, again, it, it's, you can't get the culture going, you know, without that other piece to that equation. And yeah. so once that's established, mm-hmm. I think then then obviously the personnel decisions become the thing, yeah. right? And we're going to talk a lot about that in the podcast on Thursday, right? Yeah. Is that next podcast coming on? Yeah. Next week, next week's podcast. Sorry, that's where the scheduling is not my forte. Yeah. But just in the meantime, as a reminder, we're brought to you by Bet365. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe every sport should be epic. That's why we offer an NFL early payout offer. Get your straight bets paid out or early parlay selections marked as winner when your team goes up by 17 points, regardless of whether the opponent comes back to win the game. Our NFL early payout offer is hit over 52 times this season. Use the QR code to sign up and see for yourself why it's never ordinary. Bet365, official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Must be 21 and older and physically located in Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. And if you and someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one 800 Gambler. So it's hit over 52 times this season, Fred, but that number's been the same since we got that read. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, so it got to be up to like 152 (laughs) times right now. Hopefully it's increased quite a bit. 
<clears throat> All right, so we just talked about how important the coaching hire is, and Fred talked about how – and I, I just want to double-click on that because you, you brought up something I think is really important. Mm-hmm. When you watch these playoff games, which you're going to review here in a minute, not only do they all have – not only are they well-coached, mm-hmm. but they all got dogs, man. Yeah. They all can hunt. So it is, it is important. It's kind of chicken or the egg, but I think the identity establishing is so important. So that's why we're going to talk about head coaching searches – for the team, for this right. team, and for the NFL in general, right? So what I we're going to do staff. is we're going to play kind of a game here. All okay? right. So we're going to say these are the uh, head coaching vacancies. It's like a dating game. Yes, like, like a dating matchmaker. game. Matchmaker. Matchmaker, that's right. right. So here are the head coaching vacancies, and then these are the potential head coaching candidates that outside sources have reported, and we're going to try and match them with the best available job. So just All to right. review, yep. the available jobs are the Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks, Tennessee Las Vegas, L.A. Chargers, Carolina, Washington, and then potentially, nothing's, nothing's final yet, but we are recording this on Tuesday, so something yeah. could happen easily, yeah. Philly and Dallas. Dallas right? All right. All and right. the available coaches, as reported by Adam Scheffner and some other people, Mike Vabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh, Ben Johnson, Dan Quinn, Bobby Slowick, Brian Flores, Mike McDonald, Frank Smith. All and right. so I think we should go through and try to pair these young boys up real I quick. I got you. I got you. So let's start with the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, I think this job is super interesting mm-hmm. yeah, because yep. they've, to me, they got talent. They are very talented. They are a quarterback away. They've been a quarterback away. Yeah. Who is the coach that gets Arthur Blank and this team to the promised land? Bobby Slowick. Really? I'm, I'm so surprised by that. I think we should all give our opinion, then we go yeah, back. And yeah, we kinda, yeah. Yeah. I'm going Bobby Slowick because they need a they need a youth infusion of uh, play calling. They yeah. just you, when we played them this year, they just run, 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 throw if we got to. Yeah. You well, got the Kyle Pitts. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts. Drake you got B. John Robinson. You got Drake London. You got you got problem makers. All right, so I think putting an offensive mind like this with him, mm-hmm. Slowick, I think it works in Atlanta. Yeah, what you got? I say in Atlanta, I, I'm, I'm on a limb right here, but um, a Belichick. Really? Yeah. Gosh. I think, you know, just with the with the owner. No quarterback? Look. Yeah, I mean, that gets me with him. Yeah. I, I just know far as for what they need to do defensively. I think they have quarterbacks. I think they have some guys that he can – he can he can mold to be the kind of quarterback they need. I like the young kid who uh, who they was up and down with last last Doesn't year. Read it. Uh, read it. And you got you got your boy Heineke there man, as a backup. You know what I mean? Don't, hey, he there for a reason. You know what I'm saying? But I think I do. I truly believe that defensively, Belichick will probably put his imprint, and that's what I believe that Atlanta got to get back to. I remember them. Uh, few years like my later years playing yep. their defense was, was known to be one of those top defenses and I think that's where they got away from right Y'all now. ain't gonna like where I put Belichick in. Well here let me hold up let me let me give my opinion real yep. quick okay. So I would say Atlanta is the perfect team. The perfect team and given the fact that his college quarterback has just entered the draft is Jim Harbaugh. Mm. I think Jim Harbaugh would do great there. They are a run-first team. They're built to run the ball first. He understands how to maximize playmakers. What's the dude from Michigan? What's the quarterback's name? J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy just declared for the draft. He's probably the fifth or sixth quarterback. He stinks. But Harbaugh loves him. And talk about (laughs) managing managing a system from college to the NFL – like, culturally, they, to me, are a perfect match for him. And you said Bobby Slowick, which I don't hate. Yeah. But if I'm Tennessee, yeah. I'm making a full-court press for Bobby Slowick. I, I totally I've got, understand. I've got a young quarterback, mm-hmm. and we got to get some offensive playmakers, no yeah. doubt. we got to increase the offensive line. But Bobby has shown an ability to insulate the offensive line, protect that offensive line, and maximize playmakers given the right mixing, right? Yeah. And this, this draft right now, super wide receiver heavy. So I'm saying Harbaugh is probably – if he's taking a job, it's probably the Atlanta job. And yeah. if I'm Bobby – 
Like, if I'm Tennessee, I don't know if Bobby wants this shot, but yeah. if I'm Tennessee, I'm like, you, Bobby's, Tennessee, you got to go Bobby's slow all day. Because Will Levis yeah. showed me something, man. No, no. And you know I was low on Will Levis when he came yeah. out, but yeah. he had proved me wrong. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. always good with saying I was wrong. Yeah, so, so what do you think? What do you want? Atlanta, I, I, I believe Harbaugh. 100%. I think my slow pick is the better pick. But, but I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, yeah. I think he's a better fit for Tennessee, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. No problem. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Disagree with you okay you. with that? Yeah, I'm good. Tanner, you okay with that? Yeah. Or do you really want to go Belichick there? What, for Atlanta? Yeah. Nah, I just feel like, you know, for out of all these guys right here, I didn't see no other guy, but I just, I, I truly believe that, you know, Belichick would probably fit just that, you know, that style of play where they're trying to get back to right. defensively. Okay, next right. one. All right, so Seattle. Seattle's interesting to me. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Got right, his name he, written yeah, all over. Dan Quinn, it's like, like he was like probably at the game. And probably, yes. I mean, Sunday, he's chilling. Just like, right, you know, I'm headed to Seattle soon. <laughs> yeah. It don't matter to me. Like, it looks like Dan Queen, been he's been the head coach for three weeks already, and we didn't know it. Yeah. It fits him so well because those cornerbacks, yeah. come on, he got Woodland. Yeah. He got uh, uh, Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Uh, he got Jamal Adams. Yeah. Listen, the things that Dan Queen nah, would do right. with this team is unbelievable. The question is, do, do he would he love Geno? Because I think yeah. he'll go out to him another uh, another quarterback yeah. to get him started. Yeah. So I I think I'm, that's I'm with him with that one. That feels like 100. percent Yeah, it feels like he already got that the was job. Like a layup. <laughs> yeah, that was the easiest one. Tennessee. I already said what mine was. You said Slowick, right? Yeah, I said Slowick. I would go. It's a tough one now. Mike Vrabel is who I'd go with, but they just fired. <laughs> they just fired. <laughs> I go Frank Smith. Ooh, I like that one a lot. Listen, I think I like that one a lot. Because they, they, they known to just hire people with regular names. I want to introduce y'all to Frank Smith. So Frank Smith, I love that hire. Offensive mind. Yeah. Best offense in the NFL. He's the OC. He doesn't call plays, but he's the OC for the Miami Dolphins. He has the DNA. And right. also in that NFL PA poll, yeah. right, that they just put out about He was number one, he right? He was number one. All he right. was number one in Black Brian Flores was number two. But I think we I think we both agree. Not Brian Flores. Who's the uh, DC? No, for, no, DC for uh, Detroit. Detroit. Yes. What's yep. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Glenn. Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Thank Glenn. you. Number two. Yep. So obviously, I think he would be excellent there. But I think we both agree. Uh, I mean, Tana, do you agree? Offensive hire there for Tennessee. Uh, Mike. I mean, Frank Smith. Is, Frank Smith is good. I was going to say Brian Flores. But I Why? think they just went defense with Vert with Ray. Yeah. So yeah. I think they did just now they like this we got we left. To me it's the Let's young quarterback. Yeah. yeah, it's the young quarterback there. You gotta make sure he develops. No Derrick Henry finna be there. Ooh, that's a you that's a tough saying? job, man. It's a tough job. Just, just, just knowing that you're gonna I mean, yeah, I'm not big in the whole because we had defensive coordinator or defensive minded head coach last time that, that I wouldn't go defensive minded coach. I think that's again. a great point though. You I know, think that's. I'm, I'm just like, man, who's going to lead these dudes? You know, what I mean, who's going to be a fantastic? Who's going to give me the? Who's going to give me the right kind of team? And I think Flores needs some kind of recognition for what he did. He's been great. Well, I heard Tennessee owner speak, and she's and she was very like thrilled of why why she got rid of Avery and what she want to do, and she was like, we want to go in another direction. So in my head, that yeah. another direction was I want offensive minded. But I'm really glad Tana brought that up because I think it's important for us to remember when we're talking about the potential filling the coaching vacancy here is it's yeah. not so much about necessarily offense, know, defense. offense, defense, X's and O's. It's about leadership, right? Yeah. And so everyone talks about, well, look at Sean McVay, look at Kyle Shanahan, look how successful they've been, look at the guy in Minnesota. Well, I always forget his O'Connell. name. Yeah, O'Connell. Like what he's done there, uh, McDaniel's, and but those guys—they're brilliant football guys. Mm-hmm. But they also are authentic to themselves, yep. and they relate well and to the guys. They communicate differently, and yeah. they relate well to the guys. And it's just different styles of communication. But yeah, I think I think offensive guy there probably Las Vegas. What do we got? I got Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce yeah, on this sh- list. I nope nope, but I'm gonna stick with him. 
Yeah. Antonio Pierce, that's my only Have they pick. said anything about that? No, and see, they, I think the only reason they're doing it because they got to do interviews. They have to mm, do they interviews. Because they don't got the contract that uh, what's-name had, uh, Mayo, like, and what's-name, yeah. they, they had ran that through the NFLPA right. for a year that he was set up by contract to, feel, to, to step in yeah. when Coach Belichick retired. So now the Raiders have to go through this, but I know for a fact the Raiders are still playing John Gruden. Yeah. The Raiders are still playing uh, – who was just the coach there? Yeah, your boy. Uh, McDaniels. McDaniels. And they don't, they're not, and they playing, they still paying hundreds of million, a hundred million to Gruden. I just feel like they didn't got the cash to go out to a Jim Harbaugh. Somebody yeah. young, somebody who's, who's who, been there in the building. Yeah. Who got the, who rallied the, he, they, he basically rallied that team that was left for dead, basically. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody gave up on him. I'm with you with that AP. I know yeah. he's on our sheet, but I'm, I, I was looking at it like, damn, we, we ain't got the guy who's there already. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, AP. yeah, so I'd say I he fits that mode. I'd say I agree. AP seems like the natural fit. Ryan Flores is a good candidate here. Mike Vrabel to me too, a guy with a strong culture. And that, Tom Brady's part of the ownership group. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think those would be interesting there for Las Vegas. Again, I, I agree. AP I think deserves a shot after mm-hmm. this year, but mm-hmm. with Mike Vrabel out there, Ryan Flores, I think that feels like a good job. This for is them. a hard year to be an up and coming coach oh, with all of these Hall of Famers yeah. out here. It's mm-hmm. boy, I tell you, you like know, even you if know, you you know what's funny though, because you can be sitting there, you could be a team that said I'm looking for a head coach, but I got to pick from a guy who just went who just went through a losing season somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. crazy. So what makes him? Right for you. It's yeah. the fresh right start. The fresh start. You know, I get it because yeah, yeah. we as players have those same yeah. things. You know, you want a fresh start. You know, you want to kind of reboot, refresh. But I just, I'm laughing when the guy's like, well, we need to get rid of, you know, McCarthy and bring in this Bellagy, guy. And yes. I'm like. Then he well, win more games. Then McCarthy win more games. <laughs> won more games than he did yeah. here. So why yeah. would you lose? Yeah. Hey, I don't know, man. Well, but, hey, 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 everybody want different. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants what they have. Yeah, absolutely. If you like it, I love it. So um, the LA Chargers, to me, this is the, maybe the worst job. Like, if I'm a coach. Why? Because you like, you're the second fiddle to the Rams. No, well, yeah, that's part of it. But I, you're, you're, cap, you're in cap hell. You, you don't are. Have, you don't have a good first-round pick. Your defense is a, is a mess right now. It's, there's, there's a lot of roster cleanup overhaul that needs to happen, but you don't have a lot of tools to get it done. Mm-hmm. And everyone says Justin Herbert, and I think Justin Herbert's a dude. Mm-hmm. But I got to give him some pieces, and they're just – like uh, Mike, Allen is getting old. Allen's this last year of his contract yeah. needs to restructure. Mike Williams is always hurt. Yeah. They just drafted Quinn and Johnson, who didn't he play did very nothing. well. The tight ends walking in free agency. The running backs leaving in free agency. Like that, this job to me is total fool's gold. Khalil Mack is still making yes. dollars on your yeah. team. Yeah, so to me, this is a job that I don't want to really give to anybody because I think it's a rough job. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't even know what kind of guy you'd go here. I mean, maybe like you just might be Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Maybe. No, no, Harbaugh is their first pick right yeah. here. I mean, they because they want him. a culture builder. They got to they got to bank up the yeah. back of the brink. I would say they're gonna have to bring up that that money. Bring up the truck, but I think he can he can he can fix it. Yeah, he can fix. You think what they Belichick got would take there. this job? Talking about culture, yes. He'll you think take, so? He'll take it because I don't of see Herbert. Belichick in, in L.A., though. Yeah. Man, Belichick looser than y'all think. Yeah, you but, know that. Yeah. We've seen, we seen the ring cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he looser than you think. Like, I, I think to, for him to ride into the sunset, because, come on, let's be honest, he wants these 15 wins, yeah. so he become the all-time winning his coach all-time, but he would rather walk off with a ring. Yeah. So what matters to him is quarterback everything first, because he feel like he can he can he can dial up a defense. He can put that together. Yeah. Like, but if he got a, a, a Herbert on his team, that's a good point. He accelerates very quickly. Like that's why I say I don't put him in Atlanta because yeah, he, he gotta he, find his he guy. Ain't he ain't got, got all yet. that time to yeah. be doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But I just wonder if he's 
if there's enough stuff there. No, but that's why I say you're going to love Will. I didn't pick him for this job. I picked him for Dallas because oh, Dallas know, yeah. is ready, mate. He's, he's ready to go. He just ready. Yeah. Hey, put it in the microwave, yeah. heat it up, and let's go. Yeah, make sure you got yeah, – yeah, so – Chargers is Harbaugh, maybe. I'm trying to look at this list. Anybody else that would do it? Ben Johnson? Ben Johnson. I don't want Ben Johnson going nowhere but here. <laughs> well, you know, I want Harbaugh, so we, we torn right there. Dude, but I, I think Harbaugh is excellent. Like, he, he's going to win you some games now. It's there just about. And they're going to be physical. Listen yeah. to me. Physical, smart. I won't hurt themselves. Fred's geeked right now. Yeah. No, listen to me. Think about this. No, I'm with you, dude. I, we're, I, I'm, I, you don't have to sell me For on it. For the next four years, he knows everybody in college. So his drafts, working with our guy, it's going to be perfect because he's going to be like, yeah, uh, recruited him, know him, seen him get better for four years. He will have an eye on the draft that none of these coaches have. Yeah, I kind of wonder if like he is, you know, he's got that reputation of being a little bit um – What's the word? Standoffish, maybe? No, uh, <laughs> no, no. Kind of do you stuff his way. Yeah, and, and I, I'm fine with that. No, but like, I, but I think like I just think about the guy they just hired. Yeah, wants to be really collaborative. Yeah, he doesn't want to be. I'm sure he doesn't want to be dictated to, and he doesn't want to yeah. have to dictate to somebody yeah. else. He wants yeah. a collaborative effort. Yeah, and I'm not sure Harbaugh. That thing Harbaugh. He learned from his mistakes. Ooh, uh, come on, I always give people the benefit of but, that. Uh, so, but, I don't, but I don't think he operates that way. I think he he wants to he, he wants, wants to, to run the, the ship. And everything. so, like I think Sandy, I think uh, L.A. to Tennis Point, like they would give him that. Yeah, because they would just well, want. Yeah, that's the loser tax. See, we're not paying the loser yeah, tax no we're not. more. Yeah. We're not. We're, we're just not. not into it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, so that's a tough job. Carolina also nobody wants the job. Really tough job because again, like seem like us a couple of years. Tapper, Tapper is listen. Who 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 do I want to send to a coach so, to the coaching abyss? Someone you some of you hate. Yeah, somebody I just I don't who, who's, really. Who's your worst enemy? No, Logan I, Paulson I, to the. the yeah, <laughs> why Logan should be assistant head coach? I'm trying to see who would be like you know what? It's it's one of 32 jobs. It's, it's, I'm not turning it down. It's oh, I see what you're uh, saying. I, Brian Flores would be the guy to take that job. You think so? I, I think just he's want too a job. Smart for I that. just but want a job. See, a guy like he's Brian Flores would that, get that kind of job, though. They would yeah. give him that job before they give him anything else yeah. because they say if if things mess up, then it's on it's him. It's on him. It's, it's like the Miami game. Throw him under the bus. Like, Miami take, game was the same way. Don't like, take that job. Yeah. No, but get what? If you want the one of 32, yeah. you, you, you got to take what's available. I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't. I, I think a coach I'd like to see there, honestly, like if Tepper wasn't a thing, is like, is like Vrabel. Like I'd like to see that strong – Personality there with he a young might be the, yeah, the person might, strong he, enough to tear might. down, yeah, tear down what's going on down yeah. there. But again, like he's not going to take that job. He will. He yeah, won't he do that. Will. You think so? He I mean, a he football got, guy. Yeah, he's one of them kind of dudes. Though. He see Vrabel coaches like he's still playing. That's, yeah, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> watching, I watch this dude. I'm like, bro, it's it just like about to go in the game and catch that damn Super Bowl touchdown pass, tight like that tight end pop pass. Yeah, like he has that same mentality, and like I played against him, and so I remember him. Being that same guy, and when I watch him play, you can see how the those players navigate to everything he says. You yeah. know what I mean? They basically he leads them to go to what he wants to. You know, these guys to go out there and do so. And then he look like he got the he doctors' can be, complex. He can, he can be that guy in Carolina yeah. to kind of. He look like he can, he look know, at stuff and say, "I can fix it." Yeah, yeah. He, he looked like one yeah. of those dudes to say, "You know what? It ain't as bad." And that's as you why. Think yeah. That's why I like him there, honestly, because I think that defense that is pretty good. I think there are a couple pieces away offensively. I think they got a good offense. They got to get line. some wide receivers. I'm sorry, they do. But I, I don't, but the thing that I, I just could you imagine Mike Frable and Tepper like in a meeting together? That's what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm saying like nobody else would stand up to this billionaire. Yeah, like this dude would be like, hey, but that's what I'm saying. I've been around billionaires it's, my whole you life. You want a mother MF? Yeah. You want two MFs? He one of them. One of them. One of them is already considered one, and then you got to yeah. bring a guy now who has that 
that uh, what you call it? That no nonsense. That intestinable fortitude. Yeah. yeah. That no nonsense approach. And then so let's go Washington. I think we're all gonna say Ben Johnson here. No, nope. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Ben. I go. Jim, Brian, and again, I, I like I like Harbaugh for this yeah. job a lot. I, like, I think Harbaugh is an excellent coach. Like his resume, yeah. we're talking about Peter's resume earlier. Harbaugh's resume is insane. Yeah. He won at the D two level, won at Stanford. When no one nobody thought, wins at Stanford, no one thought you could win at Stanford. He righted the ship in San Francisco. Like that went was a, the Super Bowl. He went yeah. to the Super Bowl. Then he goes to Michigan, and nobody thought he could do anything there. He couldn't recruit Ohio State. He couldn't recruit in the did Big Ten. He did it. He won a national championship. His resume is awesome. Yeah. He's got a shelf life of about five years. And I'm and I'm okay with that, but also I want to say. So bad, but also I, I want to say this though too, that I think that personality it just doesn't feel like it fits here with what they're trying to do with with Peters. Yeah. I think Ben Johnson comes from a tough culture in Detroit. Watch them run that football, I man. Just don't know. Watch if you're them run yet. the Listen, pill. I know for a fact he can call plays. Yeah. I know I'm intellectual. With you. I'm with you. He's there. I just don't know. Can he lead me in? That's the always but, the question. But you got to also understand that that's what I've, I've always harped on when it comes to. I don't necessarily need my head coach to be the leader because the head coach don't really coaches us all the time. He basically just lines everything up for the team. I need the coordinator because I'm going to talk to the coordinator more than I talk to the head coach. Yeah. I'm just going to see the head coach when he break us down in the beginning and break us down in the end. And then on game night before the game, he tells us what we got to go out and do. But more than anything, that coordinator and your individual coach is who you're going to really – yeah. Abide to, you know what I mean. You gotta abide by what they say. So if you go, if you get a guy that's capable of, okay, he can be a head coach and your OC. Then all you gotta do is go get somebody to lead the defense. But that's see, what we need somebody to lead GM more than is the head coach, your OC, and the leader of the team. Like I need somebody to have a post on the team. We just had this with Coach Rivera where he wasn't very hands on as a yeah. defensive guy. Until I, he had to. I be. understand what you're saying there about Jim, but we already went over the whole thing. Is when we have Adam Peters in here right now, you want that guy that's going to be able to see eye to eye and they be able to build this I, thing. I can't I say he won't be able to see eye to eye. We don't, we don't know that, but we know Jim has always had control. You know what I mean? He yeah. wants he he seems like a guy that wants control. You know, who's better than us? Who got it better than us? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I yeah. can't wait to say that. Though. I hope so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So last one. Dallas, if, if it is a vacancy, right, which we're kind of working through right now. Who knows? Um, Bill. I, that's crazy. Dollar Bill it feels like dollar Belichick. Bill. It feels like Dollar Bill. Hey, feels dollar. like Jerry Jones is going to be like, hey, I want to win a Super Bowl. Let's make this happen right now. now. Who's done that the most? Yes. Bill Belichick. Yeah, Let's yes. get that man in here. Yes. I don't see them two. Them and guess two. what? They're going to hate each other. But you know what? No, you know what? It'll work. It can work. You know why? Because I just want to say that. But I also think Belichick Harbaugh. don't like to talk to the media. And guess who do? And Jerry Jones will. Jerry Jones stand right in there, baby. Absolutely right. But I, I got this bill. I just thought about that. I just thought about <laughs> but that. No, but no kidding, though. I think this is a good job for Harbaugh also. Like, again, I have a lot of respect for Harbaugh. Yeah, but I think, like, because I just don't want to see him on that other side. But if Jerry wants to win, he's going to write a check. For a boatload of money, yeah, and be like, "All right, let's make it happen." If I see those khakis you on that sideline <laughs> in Dallas with them bifocals, I'm gonna black. <laughs> I'm gonna pass out. Uh. All right, I think that's gonna do it for the coaching segment. Hopefully, we've answered all your coaching questions. Uh, that was kind of a fun game. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Matchmaker. Now we're moving on to our next segment, and that is the NFL playoff breakdown. And that segment, this segment, not that segment, this segment is brought to you by. Northwest Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Washington Commanders. Stop searching, go Northwest. Check out nwfcu.org slash Washington to see how easy it is to join and how Northwest can help make your money work for you. Stop by a branch or visit nwfcu.org slash Washington today. 
still waiting on that call from them to set up that, you know, live and in-person meet at the branch. And, and, and don't, uh, Harbaugh just feel like a commander in chief. I mean, I like Harbaugh, but I, again, I think, I think I agree with Tana's point. Like I agree with Tana. No, you're, you're on, you're on the out. Hey, yeah, listen, that's I, what you agree with Tana every time we have a conversation. I just agree with you. The reason why it's division on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay. So we're going to review the playoff games here real quick. And I yeah. think there's, so one, I'd like to just talk about it high level, but also like what the commanders who are going to be building a team and building a roster can learn from this. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about Dallas and Philly bounced, bounced mm-hmm. unmercifully. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do we got? Philly, Philly we seen it coming. I mean, they yeah. was letting us you know it's so crazy. Them. It's not even that. I told someone the other day I was watching it and I'm like, when I saw how bad we struggled, you know, this year, and then seeing the two games played against Philly, yeah. how we, we went toe-to-toe. Yeah, what I said, yeah. I was like, how long can this last with what they're doing? Because yeah. obviously, it's going to be other teams that's watching us, it's watching other teams that have competed against them that's going to go in there and say, we have the remedy to, you know, put these guys out of their misery. And it just happened. It, I mean, the last, what, they was six for seven? Lost six yeah. out of the last yeah. seven? Yeah, no. yeah, they did. So that, that shows Started you, man, ten and one. Start 10-1 and, one and mm-hmm. just someone just – you know, put a put a pin in them. Both let assistant the air coaches, both assistant coaches gone. But not even that. You I go agree, and make friend. a defensive coordinator change to switch in the middle of the season like that. Patricia, Matt Patricia, oh my God, yeah. like that. I mean, they was they was. You got to look at the situation like this. If we was getting by with that D coordinator that we had there first, let's make it to the end. That's. I yeah. mean, we we get we winning games. To me, I think that change alone to learn set a whole defense. Fire. In the middle of the year to learn a new defense, it was the same defense. Just to be clear, but this changed, no, no. changed some other some no. things about it. I talked to Slay. And oh, Slay, what did he say? Slay said they had to, they had to learn a new defense because Matt Patricia didn't want to run with the. Uh, but the, they were still like cover three base. He said though. the language was the same. No, the uh, language was the same. The language was the same, but they started to lean more man to man and do different stuff. That's a weird deal. Yeah, so now I didn't realize it was I, that. I, I do this half of the year, and now you want me to do this? Yeah, yeah and then you bringing guys in, middle linebackers yeah. and stuff like that. We'd never be on the same page. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know we're talking about building for the Commanders, yeah. and when I look at Philly, I say. They did a great job, round one, hiring the right guy, mm-hmm. good leader. And then they had two excellent coordinators, excellent defensive coordinator, excellent offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I think it just shows you to – Tan has been saying this since the beginning of the show. Who are the coaches? How do they get that message across? How do they build your culture? And then if you are the head coach, what is your plan for when you win a bunch of games to having someone that can step in right away? You, and make you sure always got to be prepping. 100%. The next one. 100%. You always got to be And I think, you know who does an excellent job of that? Shanahan. San, San Fran. Took the words right out of my mouth. Oh. Every time. Every time so, we talk about good stuff, you bring up Shanahan. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, they're, they're a good like, model. Who's the best you coach know, you ever had? Shanahan. You know who else does a good job of it, though? You know who else does a good job of it? Who? Detroit. They're not Detroit. Yeah. The uh, Baltimore. Excuse me. No, Baltimore, Baltimore. does a great job yeah. of it. Yeah, so they do a good job of it. And then I think when you look at Dallas, right, which we just – I agree with everything you said. They, they, they got flat. Too many changes. Wasn't the right thing. Culture was getting crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that's really closely tied to the, the position coaches. When you look at Dallas, I say, when you're building a team, 
what can you take away from that colossal collapse, yeah. especially yeah. on offense? They were too reliant on two players. Yes. C.D. Lamb Dak and Dak Prescott. That's it. you got to be able to do different stuff. You look at L.A., they're in a little bit of a bind there in the third quarter. They run the ball, yeah. right? You look at um, Detroit, in a little bit of a bind. We're going to hit the, you know, we'll run the ball. We're going to hit, lean on different playmakers, hit on Jameer Gibbs yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And I think that, when I look at that, they were too reliant on that, too reliant on the defense, and it came back to bite them in the ass. What happens when they make you go somewhere else? That's yeah. always the question on defense. Like, what happens when we take him away from you by any means yeah. necessary? They had nothing to lean on. Yeah. Dallas Ferguson, put, though. Ferguson played well. No, he did, but later. Dallas put later. too much on film defensively where they couldn't just stop. They couldn't stop the run. So, yeah. so you know, this is a copycat world and league. Yeah. And that's what teams did. Teams, okay, they can't stop the run. We're going to run at them. And that's not only did point. they run at them, they kind of – Took the guys bully ball. Out. Yeah, they, 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 you know how they say the bully can get bullied? Yeah. Dallas got bullied. Well, well they were built like the coach yeah. with Peyton. They, they were built to be yeah. front runners. They built to pass rush. They built to play with a lead, 14 yeah. point lead. Now you put them in tight games and run at them. You run at pass rushes. Yeah. Like I, I played on the side with Bruce Smith. We got tall sweeps all day <laughs> because people knew that Bruce was a pass rusher. Yeah, right. So at the end of the day, how is your team built? That's your outcome. Now you play in the playoffs. The games get a little tighter. Mm. You need a little bit more. So you're not physical on defense. Fire this run stopping. And you can't run the ball on offense. You cannot go to the and Super And they Bowl. was a little cocky. You know, that, that, oh, a lot they, cocky. They're the they, Cowboys. They came in that game thinking that, oh, well, Green Bay has been struggling. We got we got these guys. I no, mean, they said Green Bay was young. Because no, they're the youngest team ever. I'm just, I'm just saying as far as what you saw from yeah. Green Bay defense the yeah. last few weeks, everybody thought that they can just throw, you know, throw all over the field when it came to Green Bay defense. They wouldn't stop nothing. You know what I mean? They won't stop the nosebleed. So I just feel like Dallas came in there. You you heard the kind of comments from uh, uh, Michael Parson saying, oh, I'm going to play phenomenal. So I'm playing phenomenal this weekend. I had two taps. And, and that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. he he thought he was going to go out there and they shine. They ran it. They and ran you got to have that kind of mindset, but that's just yeah. being too cocky, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, and I think I when mean, you look at Green Bay, to that point, they got a lot of young playmakers. They developed a lot of the young pieces. And again, go back. Biggest Tan- team since the 50s. Tan has been crushing this all yeah. day. Yeah. But get the coaches in place. I don't care how good of a talent evaluator you are. Yeah. Every piece, you do, you do a lot of draft work. We, yeah. all, we all do a lot of draft work. You're, you're, there's a projection to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Can my coaches accommodate that projection, right? Can they help Can they help that guy reach his potential? And can they make him better day, day by day? And I think when you look yeah. at Green Bay, look at Jordan Love, look at his development this yeah. year, yeah. look at the receivers, look at the running backs, look at the young defense. Great job by them developing that product. And, yeah. and that's why, again. But that's what Green Bay does. No. Like they, they, yeah. they have a formula to how they get guys. And let's talk about. Like, Former Kyle Shanahan yeah, guy. That's what I'm saying. So Aaron Rodgers was there. So now it was a mix of what Aaron liked to do and what the play caller liked to do. Yeah. With Jordan Love, it's all, here go my offense. Yeah. You go run my offense. That's what his offense looks like. And I think it also shows you how important it is to find that guy. Because like early on in that game, Jordan Love extends the play a little bit, right? Yeah. Gets those rushers off their spot. It should have been a sack. Gets yeah. out there, ends up being a first down. Does that twice. Yeah. Like So having the playmaker back there, yeah. so important. And so again, like I think it just good examples of, of team building. All this stuff that we've been talking about, yeah. you can see it in these, in these games. Yep. Yeah. Um, next game is Miami struggles in the cold weather, missing six defensive starters. They lost when the plane took off. Hey, yeah, and no, I was gonna be tough. Out of water. Hey, listen, when I seen how cold, I, I seen somebody open a freezer, take a yeah, bottle of water out, yeah. hold it in the air, and then and it just froze. Yeah, son, 
Nobody should be playing in that well. I don't want no part of that. I don't want no part of that. And then I can say this about Miami too. They just got injured at the wrong time. Yeah, that's true. They just they got they started getting beat up and beat up. Lost both of their pass rushers. Yeah. Uh, they just got to a point where fatigue wore them out. Mm -hmm. Like now they get to go back and say, you know what? What are we missing on this team? You need some cold weather guys. You need a couple Wisconsin guys on that team. They was already built for finesse, and yeah, to now come into the postseason with those guys that help you be who you were the whole season when you really needed them yeah. not to be there, yeah. then it was just – they didn't have enough. They didn't have enough, you know, support. Yeah. And, and when you got – both of your DNs are gone. Yeah. I mean, pass rush is gone. Yeah, pass rush is gone. Offensively, we do a couple of things well. Yeah. We run the ball well, and we hit – we find Tyreek. And Tyreek get everything else going. When I saw Snead and them boys attacking Tyreek, yeah. I said, it's going to be a long day for these boys. First of all, what I do know, you'll never catch nobody breakdancing in the snow. <laughs> this team was made to breakdance. <laughs> Right? They were speed personified. Yeah. When you got to go up and just blow for blow in the phone booth, yeah. they not built like that. Yeah. All right, so I, I think that's what they're going to have to say. You know what? We're going to have to get a little bit more physical. Mm. All right? You know, even though speed is our thing, yeah. we're going to have to get some more. We got to get physical. So Daniel Jeremiah on his Move the Sticks podcast, I've cited this elsewhere. So I'm going to give you two records. One is two and five. That's Peyton Manning's record in the playoffs. Okay. Two wins, five losses. Drew Brees, three and five, right? Both dome teams, and when they had to go on the road to New England yeah. or wherever they had to go, they'd lose the game. Yeah. This team, Miami, yeah. is built much in the same way. Yes. High timing, high precision passing yes. game. Does not do well in 30-mile-an-hour wins. We, we, we need it to be pretty. Yeah. So this is what they got to do. We got to win a division, and we got to get all home games. And I think that's the thing. Is like Daniel Jeremiah brought this up. So great point by Fred. Great point by him. They should have beat the Bills the week yeah. before. Because yeah. if they beat the Bills, they're playing that game in Miami, and it's hot down there. Yeah. And everyone's happy. Yeah. So I know everyone wants to freak out about that, but I think, again, injuries, losing that game to the Bills, like they weren't built for that game. They're not built for that game. But that doesn't mean they can't do it. Just means they got to do it in a different way than playing on the road. All right, and this was this was a lot of fun to watch. I thought, and it's a head coaching candidate, and uh, Bobby Slowick is the Texans balling versus Cleveland, best defense in the NFL, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and um, you know Joe Flacco struggled a little bit. What'd you take from that game? Stroud, man, I mean phenomenal, bro. You talking about precision, precision passes? Yep. Um, I mean offensive. You know that. The way they called the offense, when I heard that, well, we had already knew that Bobby was the, you know, the OC. But just knowing the tree he comes from, yeah. I'm sending myself like, hmm. seems like every guy that been under that umbrella has has really touched the team and just kind of like yeah. gave them something, them. gave them something that that they don't even know what they have, you know. And yeah. to see where they was at earlier in the season, to see where they at now, their trajectory is up. They're scary. Yeah. I, I would be scared because you know the first thing I said, I was working out. Uh, what what day that was? That was Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Saturday, I was in the gym doing my shoulder workout. So on the phone, a friend of mine was asking me, "Well, you know, where I'm going to see the game?" I said I was going to meet up with Fred them later, and I was like, "You know what, man? A month ago, the Browns just killed the yeah. Texas. Texas." Yeah, I say, but you know what? This is going to be a, a measurement right now for D'Amico as a head coach and a defensive-minded guy to, be the to team see twice. how this defense mm-hmm. come and attack these guys now. Yeah, and when I saw him. They pinned their ears back and got out to Flacco. When yeah. I saw Flacco backing up, I said, oh, it's going to be a long day for him because he don't want to be backing up. Yeah, Flacco is yeah, the quarterback. He want to step into it, mm-hmm. get that thing out of the field. And when I saw them running back, I said, yep. D'Amico came in there with a different mindset, different game plan, said, man, we finna sick them dogs at you, and let's see if you can, let's see if you can get away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you when I knew uh, the Browns had law. 
when they walked on the field and I saw Scrado that looking like a 2023 Mercedes and Flacco looking like a 2000, I mean, a 1985 Dodge pickup. Like, when I seen Flacco have helmet button, I like, I played against that dude. Like, that showed the age in it. Yeah. Scrod looked new. Yeah. He was seeing it out of new eyes. Yeah. I'm doing new things with yeah. Slocum. It was it was exciting. Yeah. Houston was lit as a team. Browns, another team that just got beat up. Dude, they lost starting quarterback, starting yeah. running back. Their offensive so, lineman. They were on their sixth offensive tackle. Yeah. Christian, one of our guys yeah. was over there starting yeah. for them and playing well. Yeah. So between Miami and Cleveland, I know they got to feel like we didn't really see our team in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I know they got to feel a yeah. little bit cheap. But Cleveland, I bet you, feels that way quite a bit. But shout out to Laramie Tunsil, uh, left tackle for Houston. That's my guy. Locked, Ole Miss guy. Locked down. Miles um, Garrett really did a great job with that. Yeah, also, that was surprising. from Houston, Tanner, you mentioned the scheme. Obviously, the scheme was huge in that game. You know, that, that West Coast play-action heavy scheme. Mm-hmm. But also, Stroud, he's – Different man, he's yeah. a special young player. I like said, he wasn't no average Ohio State quarterback. He got a black eye for going you, to Ohio. And you were right, yeah, and I think like none of them dudes. And I think when you look at that, like the first two explosive plays they have, one is a slant takeoff. There's a free runner. He gets hit as he's throwing it to Nico Collins. Yeah, big play. Touch play action pass. Right, free dude right down the pipe. Don't over care. the top. Ends up being an explosive play, and I said, man, like that's special. His ability to move around the pocket, make some plays, awesome job. So. And the other thing I just want to point out, too, is they developed the right pieces at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, see, that roster was bad last year. Yeah. yeah. That roster was bad. They went out, they signed uh, Dalton Schultz, the tight end. Yep. A pretty and good they game. got the kid Jordan from Miami that they drafted, yes. number nine, the fast kid. Yeah, yeah and, he's, and he's coming along. Yep, yep. Nico Collins, I mean, he Michigan. looks like he looks mm-hmm. like a true one. They, dra- yep, yep. they drafted him in the first, yep. in the fourth round with yep. because he had one traits. Yep. Years ago. And he – Became that guy. But Tank Dale was hurt, and he yeah. is that dude. Right. Yeah. Which I told you before the draft. No, I think we, we both liked Tank yeah. Dale quite a bit. We weren't sure how he'd hold up physically. He's hurt. But but, I, but, but I, listen, he, he's a good he, football player. He set player. the league on fire. Yeah. Um, and so that's a great question by our producer. Jason, you're just on fire right yeah. now, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. But so, again, what we're talking about here, talking about a very strong identity from yep. one team, staying healthy, nothing, yep. and then young guys developing into – Key players, yeah. guys you draft that weren't ready two years ago, yeah. but are that guy now, I think is super important. Yep. And then I think the Lions-Rams, like that game was so fun to watch. Uh, it was so good. It's like, so, it's, it had so many storylines. Yeah. You traded me for him, and you yeah. went well in the Super Bowl, and now yeah. we come back and we kick you. It's yeah. just so many back and forth. I wasn't good enough for you at the time. Now, like, So yeah, it was yeah. like I, I really enjoyed the storylines with that story. You know, being a watcher of that game, I was torn because I wanted, you know, I root for the people I know. So I'm I'm rooting with the Rams as far as just off of Sean McVay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the guys I know on that, uh, Tutu at, uh, Atwater. Atwater, he's from he's a Miami kid, you know, uh, born and raised down down there. And then not only that, now you look at the flip side of it, you say, I've always been a Stafford fan. Mm-hmm. I, I love what he's been doing. I, I'm, I'm, I love the fact that he showed and proved to everybody that he was that caliber quarterback that could Top win the Super Bowl. caliber. And then you see golf, but just his story and then just – Detroit as a whole. Yeah, the underdog. You know the city like, they gave up it's on. It's been so long yeah. for this franchise to be where they was at. The atmosphere at that state, I would have loved so loud. to be in that stadium mm. having me a, what you call them, a, 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 a cold beverage? Not a cold beverage. We're talking about <laughs> hot dogs. I would have, have a, a glizzy. glizzy. <laughs> having me a glizzy. <laughs> 
Send a ketchup somebody, and mustard, please. Ketchup, mustard, and relish, please. <laughs> Having me a glizzy and somebody sweet and watching that game, I would have loved to have been in that stadium. But it was rocking, and, you know, they gave us something good to, um, you know, watch. Because it wasn't just yeah. one of those games where it was like, okay, we just dominate. It was back and forth. And it was going to be the last team who scored, and yeah. Detroit held on. Hey, and Detroit young, and so this is not. This is just the start for also, them. Also, the thing that sticks out to me is Detroit is uber talented. I know we want to give yeah. Ben Johnson his flowers, but yeah. they got excellent offensive line play. They got two good backs. The receivers tight end. Yeah. Porter is like they're they're playing good football. Yeah. And and I, I look at L.A. You know, and they had the youngest roster preseasons because they they had twenty eight undrafted yeah. free agents yeah. available. Yeah. And for them to kind of, again, they got a young running back Quick playing fix. well. They got a young receiver who's playing really well. Mm -hmm. They found some pieces on the O-line. Matt Stafford's doing Matt Stafford stuff. But I think that's, again, like looking about roadmaps, yeah. right? You got to have guys, to uh, Tana, like this is the point that Tana made, developing young talent yeah. to make a quick turnaround. That's what you saw with L.A. And, again, they, it was a great game. They couldn't, they couldn't get it done in the red zone. I think that was the other thing that stuck out to me. Yep. Couldn't score in the red zone. Able to move the ball, find explosive plays. Really well-executed offensive game plans. But um, of these teams, anybody you see making, uh, making the Super Bowl potentially? Uh, talk about the Lions of the Rams? No, of, of, of the, the teams that we just talked about. So it would be Green Bay, Houston, um, no. Detroit, no. and then Kansas City. No. Uh, Kansas City, I think I – think Finally, now that Pat Mahomes got to go play his first road playoff game, can y'all believe this? Out of all the playoff games he played, this will be his first road playoff game. Well, the Super Bowl is a road game. No, <laughs> it's neutral site. I mean, it's neutral site. It's neutral Just because you're home don't mean it ain't a road game. No, this is his first time, and he got to go to Buffalo. No. Now, I know they just played in 10 below, yeah. but I think this is the time that he finally wins up, Pat. Josh. I think Josh finally gets it. I, I think he finally gets his revenge. That'd be cool to see that for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I really, I really like the way Houston's playing. I don't think they get past Baltimore. No, they don't. I really like the way Detroit's playing. I don't think they get by. So they playing? San they're San not San playing San Fran. Who are they San playing? Fran? They're, no, San Fran's playing Green Bay. Texas. No, no, playing, no. Playing, playing San Fran's playing Green Bay. Yeah. Detroit playing the Texans. They're playing the Texans. Uh -huh. No, Texans playing. No, they're no, playing no, Baltimore. No, no, I'm tripping. Texas playing in Baltimore. Yeah. Detroit playing. Um, we just said it before the damn. <laughs> yeah. All that CTE, man. Coming and back. it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To the best of us. Knock so. on wood. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I, 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 again, I think Detroit's playing good ball. I don't know if they win that matchup. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of fun teams, but I think there's a reason those other teams are in that. Detroit playing the Bucks, right? Are they? No. Somebody got to play the Bucks. San Here Fran. we go. San Jason's Fran. looking it up. Our, our fearless Fran producer. Who? San Fran playing. Green Bay. Green Bay, so Detroit play the Bucks. Yep, Detroit got to play the Bucks. Detroit play they the both play in the first round, though. Don't you have a bye? No, the only one team had a bye. They play Texans at Ravens. Yes, Texans at Ravens. We knew that. Packers at 49ers. Packers at 49ers. Yeah, we said. Bucks at Lions. Chiefs at Bills. Okay. Yeah. Tana was right. Good job, Tana. Oh, I see. So, yeah, I think uh, dude, they might win that game. Who? Detroit. But they'll beat Detroit Tampa. beat the Bucks, but are they going to beat the Niners? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. They ain't going to beat the Niners. Yeah, all right. So that's it. I'm and uh, them past them. They beat the Bucks. But, I'm putting them past them. Can you see the Lions in the NFC Championship? How big is that, Bro, dude? Dude, that would be huge. Like, 
enjoyed seeing Barry Sanders. Yeah. I enjoyed Calvin seeing Johnson was there. Uh, Megatron, yeah, Megatron. You got Eminem, Eminem. You got Big Sean. Like you got Detroit. Just stand up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jalen Rose, Chris Webber. It's like it's one of them soulful places that a lot of roots there. Yeah, and they got some great sports teams, but they're a football city. Don't yeah. ever get it twisted. So it's just good to see them get they just do after this time. That's why I tell our fans, don't be doing all that nagging. Totally when agree. Detroit fans been been in the dark place for seventy five years, exactly. And Browns fans ain't never taste victory. <laughs> Come on, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I'm really excited again because each 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 opportunity, like over the course of the playoffs, is an opportunity to see how good teams are made yeah. and what they're doing well. And so can't wait to watch some good, some more playoff football this weekend. Um, but that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining. And make sure you guys tune in next week because we're doing some free agency stuff, some draft stuff. And we'll get all those conversations started then. All right, thanks. Peace right. and hair grease. That's it. We are brought to you by Bet365. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. That's why we offer an in-game experience which covers over 78 sports and over 780,000 live streams to 90 million customers worldwide. Our online bedding brand is powered by a world-class proprietary product and over 7,000 employees across the globe. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365, the official sporting betting partner of your Washington Commanders. Must be 21 plus and physically located in Virginia. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.